Kia ora welcome back to the Chew Māori podcast where we talk about all things business, life and how you can overcome your challenges and have a better life. Anyway, in uh, today's episode I'm going to be reading a little bit from uh, my book The Chew Māori Way and from chapter 14, Money Mōhio and it's all about um, your mindset around money. Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit uh, through it. Wait, what does money mohio mean? What does mohio mean? So mohio, I've actually um, got a de- uh, description in the book. So what is money mohio? Well, we all know m- money is money. And the Māori dictionary translation for mohio is experience. Um, uh, the verb version is uh, to know, understand, realise, comprehend or recognise. And there's a modifier to be accustomed known, skillful, wise, intelligent, clever or bright and the noun is knowledge, wisdom, clever person, knowledgeable person or expert so to have money more here you would be a person who is knowledgeable, clever and skillful with money you need to have these three areas of expertise so that's a little description on uh, what more here is for people it's basically skills, knowledge, understanding, comprehension all those types of things, wisdom, and um, yeah. So that's what mohi is. Um, so yeah, we've got Atafai on the podcast again. Hi. So we're, we're just going to, I'm just going to rip a little bit of um, the uh, content from chapter 14. And then we're just going to have a little bit of a, a quote it all about it. Okay, so I'm just going to start and read the first paragraph. So money mohi what's your relationship with money like do you know how do you feel when money issues pop up do you get depressed or excited if you're not sure what your relationship with money looks like then look at your life open your wallet look at your bank account that will tell you a good story is your life controlled by money or do you control money hey i want to let you know it's not your fault and this quote from Jen Sincero and her book, You Are a Badass at Making Money, sums it up perfectly. When it comes to having sex and making money, you're supposed to know what you're doing and be all great at it. But nobody teaches you anything about it and you're never supposed to talk about it because it's inappropriate, dirty, not so classy. Jen Sincero. So let's talk about money. And we... um. I'll just carry on reading from the book. I was just randomly ripping. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about money. Let's make it a topic that's okay to talk about. Let's make it a topic that's really cool to talk about and not so tapu. Let's face it. We need to get a grasp of it if we want to have a successful life. Now here's a whakatauki, Primal Māori Maxim. Nā te whakaro, ka puta mai te tangata. The thought creates the person. And that's from Ngahi Bidwa. That's that's a pretty awesome uh, whakatauki when you think about it. So the thought creates the person. And, um, so is that, that can be like your inner dialogue too, Yeah, eh? yeah. Mm. so your thoughts basically create the person that you are. So when it comes to money, it's the same thing. Your thoughts around money creates the life you have and how you respond to money. So so fitting in, it's not only for money that, that, um, that whakatauki... Can, you can apply it to everything, how you act. If you're an angry person, it's probably you've got angry thoughts in your head. Mm. Or if you're grateful, if you're happy, whatever, you know, it all comes from your thoughts. Um, so that was basically a little 
uh, the introduction part of the book and um and inside this chapter money more here i talk about the money blocks that i uh, want you to know about seven money blocks that are keeping you broke oh, i give you no there were seven money blocks but i give actually give a few more and then there's uh seven simple ways to get started like online because basically when it comes to money you can't save your way to well being wealthy you can't save your way there you basically have to create more streams of income and you have to focus more on creating money instead of focusing on trying to save it because mm. there's only so far you can go with saving yep. and it's pretty much capped. But if you flip it and you look at the income side and how you can make that basically unlimited potential. Yep. Yeah. I just really put this um, chapter in the book because I feel and I see so many people get stuck like in the way they think about money and you know i can't talk because you know we we all have our issues when it comes to money um maybe i should like rip a little bit more from it money blocks they don't want you to know about before we get into the meat and potatoes the best thing to help you get ahead is to talk about what's blocking you to be more specific what's blocking the flow of money entering your life are you ready okay let's get started Money blocks stem from our upbringing. Subconsciously, we pick them up from the smallest things. Mum and dad fighting about who's spending all the money on what. The day you lost your lunch money. The people you were raised with and their attitudes towards money. We can't afford it. Money doesn't grow on trees. Stop asking. You think I'm made out of money? Ask your father. We have all heard sayings like this or overheard conversations and maybe even said them yourself. With that being said, let me be clear on this first point. Your past doesn't determine your future. You are not your past experiences. You are a working piece of art. Like a samurai sword is forged and fold, folded thousands of times in the furnace to become unbreakable, you can also be folded and forged into becoming a money-making machine. It doesn't matter that you lost your lunch money or what your parents may have said. That's the past. What matters is where you focus. That's the future. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Okay, so let's just have a little chat about money more here. So what's your thoughts about that after listening to that? Oh, you you drop so many, like, for people that aren't ready to hear that. that just wait for a barrage or grenades to, oh like... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, for real. Like... Oh, I'm like thinking of them, thinking yeah. of all the responses, especially from people that aren't ready to hear that. Mm. Oh, Ooh, like, oh, like, tapu. <laughs> maybe people we love. Oh, oh are you ready oh, for that? Oh. <laughs> but uh, it's so right. Like, even yeah. with us, with our, yep. with our babies, yep. we, and we, like, we work on it every yeah. day. Like, we've yeah. said things around them, like, just a simple, we can't afford that. Oh, we can't afford that. You can't, mm. you've, in my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, darling, because yep. it always helps, um, with our girls. Now, mm. if it's something that we can't afford at the time, yep. I don't just give that to them anymore. No, yep. we can't have that because we can't afford it, and yep. that's that. Yep. I explain to them as to how we're going to achieve it or mm -hmm. get it so yep. they know it will happen and it is coming. Yeah. Um, and then I also involve them in 
the reason why we can't have it at this time. Yeah. So that they understand, like properly understand yep. that that door isn't closed. It's always open because yeah. yeah. we're working on yeah. that. And I think that's good because it sits well with them. Yep. Because when we were at, at those times when yeah. you're just like really not being like mindful of how mm. you are talking at the time and yeah. you just go, go away. No, not it. Not right now. Yeah. Go away. Like yeah. that. And then you hear your girls go, oh, mama, can we get this? I know we might not be able to afford it. And you're like, yeah. whoa. That's when you go like, whoa. What have I been whoa. saying? Like, what have I been mm. doing? I need to be more mindful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And and like, and it's cool. Like if you've said those type of things before, if you acknowledge it. Yep. And, you know, you just suck it up and go, oh, shoot. Maybe I've been saying that a little bit too much. Like when you become aware that of what you're saying and what you're doing, then you can start to change things. Mm. But if you don't acknowledge that, nah, that's all garbage or whatever, then nothing's ever really going to change. And um, Being a stay-at-home mum, no, uh, I have. Mm. One thing that helps me is if I, if I want to know yeah. how things are running in the home or, yeah, like, yeah. like for instance, with money and the yep. kids, the kids, um, yeah. the kids, what, what my brain went dead. I had a mind fart. Um, the 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 kids how they're seeing things because yep. they I love kids mm. they they they're not affected by anything yeah. yet do you know what I'm yeah. saying yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so you just ask them you know if you want to know the truth about something ask your kids yep. they'll say it especially if you've built confidence in them they'll say it. Yeah. Like if you hear like I said, if you hear them talking about we can't afford it, if you hear those mm. words drop out of their mouths, which it shouldn't, in my opinion, like they can they can be knowledge if they said say if they said not right now, mm. but we will get it. Or yep. we're in the process of getting it. We're yep. gonna get there. That's yep. all good. But yeah. when they say, Oh no, we can't afford that, we don't have that money, or we can't do stuff like that because that's not for us. If you hear those words come out yeah. your kids' mouths, man, that that will 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 show you things and that will um hang on that will show you how things are running in your home at that time they will oh man they are like glass walls do you know what i mean they are see-through they're what's the word transparent Transparent with everything if you want to know just ask them (laughs) if you want to know if you look chubby don't ask them because (laughs) they'll tell you (laughs) yeah so um you're not chubby mama you're just wobbly Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and it's um but yeah if you don't have the luxury of having children that can't tell you well then you know i don't know where you can go nice yeah, way advice, niece look in nephew, the mirror they're vicious though niece and nephews can be even more vicious because you're gonna go home they're gonna go home <laughs> they get they can get cheeky to you <laughs> And then you might not get the truth because, okay, I'm going off into orbit. Cut this next. Keep going. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um. So, yeah, your your money blueprint really it really comes from your upbringing and your your parents. And um, you know we and and like cool, like cool. Okay, you know your money blueprint comes from your parents. But you know if you're adult right now, you can't blame your parents for what's happened. Ooh, that struck a bit of a nerve there. Can I just sit on that? No. Can I write that way? Yes, you can. You can. Like, you can. You can go, oh, you know, I'm I'm like this because my parents were like this. Okay, so if I do too many afterpays, it's mum's fault, eh? Because she taught me about, I know it, Joy. (laughs) 
<laughs> but if you do, if you want to do, if you want to do that, the other thing is that is that you lose your power to change. <gasps> oh. oh, this guy. <laughs> Yeah, so I can, you know, I can, I can, you know, I can blame, I can blame the kids. I can blame the kids for, you know, my money problems. But, you know, that doesn't give me any power. Like, I can't change. Like, I can blame, I can blame my, I can blame the sky. Oh, the sky's too blue today. That's why I'm broke. Have you you heard that? I have. (laughs) Have you really? I have heard people. No, not like that. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, people will do the most stupidest excuses. Like, it is, oh. Okay, I won't name anybody, but just like for instance, <laughs> we got a house, a oh, brand new house when we were younger shit. and it yep. was beautiful. Yep. Guess what the excuse of someone we knew um, as to why we shouldn't move in that house? Because it was too white and bright and it would hurt our eyes. Oh. <laughs> People will come up with excuses Shoot. or blocks. Yep. For your growth mm. in so many ways. Yeah. Like, oh, bro, I don't Just think you fella should move yeah. there. Yeah. It's too bright. <laughs> like, oh, man. But I like yeah. that. You're talking about what we were speaking about in the first episode, mm. I think, responsibility. Yeah, taking responsibility mm. for your life, basically. Yeah. So, you know, there are, two, there are two routes you can take. You can choose to um, accept responsibility or you can choose to... Let other people, you know, be your escape goats or your excuses. You won't grow, though. Yeah, but you won't grow. You'll stay stuck mm. until you decide to take responsibility. So, you know, it's your choice. But, like, you know, we, like, the, uh, like your money blueprint comes from basically your upbringing. And, um, but you can change it. But, like, it, you know, you have to acknowledge what things like. There are some things that you just do subconsciously. Like there's like a set point, like a money set point. Like there's a ceiling that you hit and you can't break through it until you start changing things. And like, you like know. personal development. Like growth, personal knowledge. development will just keep you slowly um, oh, yeah, raising yeah. your set point. Getting around people who have way more money than you. Mm. Like the average of the five people you spend the most time with will start to raise your money ceiling. So, you know, if you have a look at the people who surround you, you are basically the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that might hurt. Well, you know, for some people it might hurt. You'd be like, oh, I'm so poor because I hang around poor people with poor mindsets. Yeah, I was going to um, say. Yeah, yeah, it's not, you know, it's, it's a poor nothing, as a mindset. Yeah, we're yeah. not being unkind yeah. about people. It's just that when you have a goal, mm. like, like for instance, a league rugby player, netball yeah. player, if they have a goal to be a professional, yep. they're not going to be taught by somebody that runs, um, you know, you know, participants. Yeah. Seven, seven or like participation <laughs> awards or no, don't pass. Like, for instance, my sister was a great netball player. Yep. She got into a team and the coach for that team used to growl her because she passed the ball too hard. She had to do, what do you call it? Underhand, underhand passes instead oh, of chest yeah, passes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So you we're just talking about if you want to better yourself mm. in a specific part of your life or even your whole life, you want to surround people, be surrounded by people yeah. that are doing that too. You could still be and love the yep. people in your whanau, mm. but if they're not helping you move forward in your goals, then maybe they're not the people that you want to hang around with for that. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. For like that it's goal. Like, yeah, yeah, you it's cool. Like mm. it's hard, like... 
Um, no, not it's hard. <laughs> it's like what I was supposed to say is that, you know, you have certain people that you hang around for certain things. Like if you have your mate that you love to go surfing with or whatever, and he's your mate you go surfing with, but he's not your your mate you talk about business stuff with. You have yeah. those different types of people. And mm. it's like, just because they're not all about like um, business or whatever you're into, doesn't mean that you shun them and put them away mm. and you don't ever talk to them because, you know, they have that type of um, income or whatever. You, you just, um, you just sort of look at people. Okay. You know, that's my mate who I go surfing with or whatever. Mm. This is my bro that I go and talk to about, you know, business or, this is my, um, you know, or, you know, you always have those people in your life, mm. but like depending on what your goals are and where you want to focus, you go hang out with those people at those certain times. Mm. But like, it's not about cutting people. Oh, sometimes yeah. it is though. Sometimes it can be. Yeah, and, and it's a hard, hard one. Yeah. But like, it's necessary for you, for yeah. your for your energy, mm. because mm. man, those types of people can really... Even if you don't yeah. see them on a constant yeah. basis, but they always have mm. something negative s- mm. to say, you've got to just yeah. cut them from your life. And and when people have something negative negative to say, there's you know there's multiple things that it could be, but usually it's just a reflection of how they're feeling. Like say if say somebody has something negative to say about, um, you know, going on holidays or something. Mm. Maybe they're just saying it because they don't like to go on holidays, or they haven't figured well, they out can't. a way that they, mm. yeah, that they can um, make it happen. Mm. They want to um, put put you down for going on a holiday just mm. to justify why they don't go on holidays, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just a reflection of how they're feeling. So they can't go on holiday. So if you, because they haven't figured it out, mm. they'll justify why why holidays are bad. And then they'll talk negatively about it, you know. Um, so yeah. you know that that that's with a lot of things, but um, just money blocks, I guess. Oh, money blueprint. I'm gonna like um, just sort of talk about one thing that I m- one money blueprint that's kind of had an effect on uh, our relationship, I guess, and you know how I think about money. So my parents, they lived apart. Um, when I was like, say 12, I think it was 12, I was still at like intermediate, 12, around 12, 13. Mm. So my mum moved to Palmerston North to go to teacher's college and I stayed with my dad in Gisborne, um, and carried on going to school. So half of my brothers and sisters went to Palmy and then it was just basically me and my sister and then she left once she finished high school and went to Palmy as well. So uh, I lived in, um, Gisborne with my dad by myself. And um, I had this money blueprint sort of impressed on me. And it wasn't anything that my parents did, but it's what I picked up subconsciously. And it was, okay, the reason why relationships break down or fall apart is because of money. So my when I got into my relationship with uh, Atafai, my whole thought was, hey, I've got to work and keep our family together so that, you know, I have to, um, you know, make heaps of money so that our family stays together because that's what I thought broke families apart and I didn't want 
to go through that same thing. Well, what I realized is that that was a, just a story that I told myself. Families break apart because of money. Not having enough money. So my goal was always to have heaps more money than we needed so that, um, you know, so I was keen to do overtime all the time. I was keen to do more than one job at one time. I was like trying to make extra money like doing business stuff as well and it was all because of my my money blueprint but what I realized is that it's not money that breaks families apart it's communication and that sounds so simple but it's it's communicate communication Mm. about money yeah like it's not money that does it but communication about money like and we us we have changed so much like the first the first thing that I actually learned when it comes to money is that we were garage sailing eh? we used to go garage sailing on Saturdays and Mm -hmm. like you know because um um it was cool and it was quite you know there's a lot of people who like move to Australia and like they move away and they're selling like like flashes like brand new stuff or like you know less Mm -hmm. than a quarter of the price and pretty cool you can deck your house out with some cool as cool stuff or real mm. cheap um so we used to go out garage selling and um at the time i was like Shh, i didn't really know what i was up to with money um i was paying you know like because i wasn't doing anything with money so what i used to basically do is like oh shoot the power bills come in all the extra money that we have is on the travel. We can't go anywhere this weekend. Mm. Or we can't do anything. Or we can't go out for lunch or whatever because the power bill came in. So I had to pay like, you know, uh, you know, four or five hundred bucks on the power bill or whatever for the quarter. So then I was like, oh. And then I went, when we went garage selling, I found this book at this garage selling. It was about how to manage your money. I think it's by this guy named Noel Whitaker. And it was just like um, a book and the covers like got hundred dollar bills and twenty dollar bills and all that kind of stuff do you yeah. remember that book yep. Yep. yeah and i got that book for like two bucks and i read it and i was like Oosh. so i started um i cre- opened a second account and i worked out all the bills that we were getting and i would um basically take a chunk of my um pay and i'll put it into this account basically to pay for bills like cell phone um internet power gas water um car insurance um you know car repairs bills all that stuff so and then from there on i've never had a problem paying my bills on time and we've never had a a week that you know we've had to go oh babe sorry we can't do anything because babble came in and i've got to pay it so everything's always paid on time um never had a problem paying the bills since doing that one little thing when it comes to money and my parents didn't teach me that i learned that from reading a book Mm. And um, so most of the things that we do learn has come from the people that we hang around with. And when I started hanging around with different people, I started to see the way that they were, you know, using money or... And then I started to come a little bit of a part of how I looked at money. So, you know, that's why I wanted to include that part in the book because I know it's super important. We don't talk about it enough, especially as Māori. We don't... We only really, like sort of guess guess our way way through it all and um yeah that was one that was just one thing and we've learned yeah. 
so much when it comes to money in our relationship. Yep. So much. One thing, can I talk about something with my? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always feel guilty talking about my parents. I love them so much and they have taught me mm. so much. Mm. And um, just, be- just before you get into it, I mm. just want to say like, you know, don't, don't blame your parents for like the way you, you um, if it's kind of affected you and how you use money because they were probably doing the best thing that they mm. could with the knowledge that they had. Yeah. And um, and you don't know what yeah. relationship yeah. things that they were going through either. Yeah. You don't know you don't know what they were going through. Mm. You don't know what their parents taught them about money. Mm. Like it's kind of like that it all just goes all the way back to like you know when when um all the way back. All mm. the way back mm. to when everything's always passed. Yeah, down. way back like bef- like when you know we were still um, you know, living on the on the par and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, it was trading Kai. Yeah, it was yeah. trading Kai when the park here came. It was like trading Kai for land, yep. trading Kai for money. And, you know, that's how a lot of the land got um, taken away. Oh, come on. Are we going to really <laughs> get into that conversation right oh, well, now? Oh, yeah. No, we won't get into that. But, like. Don't get my emotions ooh, flowing too shoot. Might have to say that for yeah, no. Nah, I'm but, still learning to tell you the yeah, honest yeah. truth when so, it comes to that. Mm. I'm so still learning. Yeah, yeah. So like, basically, what I was saying with all that is that you know your parents were doing the best with the knowledge that they had, and that was handed down from their parents, their parents, their parents. So like, you know, you know, we, it's not, it's kind of like a foreign sort of thing for us. I, but like, can't you yeah. see it in this generation though? But like, so yeah, many things getting, are turning around, yeah. and people are talking about it yep. and making it more known to everyone. Mm. It's like it's it's okay to talk. Oh, kind of. It's kind of you can kind of see the cog, cogs. Yeah. You know those things that turn. What yeah, cogs. Called? Oh, okay, cogs turning. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, in this generation, I reckon. Mm. But yeah, yeah anyway, hard. what I was it's saying around. Yep. with my yeah. parents is yep. that, can I just say, David and Joy, you did a great job. You really did. <laughs> <laughs> she love loves you. Both. <laughs> but one thing that I mm. um, saw a lot yep. was that um, my mum was a stay-at-home mum. She worked as well, but when yep. she added more to, when they added more to our tribe, she was the stay-at-home mum and mm. dad, dad worked. But one thing I always I notice being the eldest is yep. that uh, Dad kind of dealt with the money, mm-hmm. as in like on his own accord. Yep, he kept it to himself. Yep. Um, my mum's very knowledgeable about like when you're a stay-at-home mum, you learn, you teach yeah. yourself those types of things, as mm-hmm. you did about you know separate. Uh, bills accounts and all those types yep. of accounts and trying to do that but my dad was very like private yep almost as if it was he just kept it to himself mm-hmm. there wasn't really any communication and with that now yeah with my relationship I understand how that must have affected things yep um, and not going into too much depth so into mm. our relationship um I've I haven't always been stay at home mum. I've worked throughout our relationship. Yep. Uh, like last year, like you know, and still like other years yeah. and stuff like that, and before we had kids and stuff. Yep. So my money. Okay, I'm very much <laughs> like. Oh man, it's like shame. Anyway, I'm more like. 
oh my gosh, I feel shame, but I'm all oh, no. like, yeah, we just got paid. Let's <laughs> go have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when I say fun, I mean there's two pays. Let's spend a whole pay. <laughs> and the other pay can be bills. And it's usually my pay is the mm. fun pay and his is the bill pay. Yeah, um, I'm, like, I'm like the take care of like basics and necessities. Yeah, and yeah. Then he was, pay. he was. Yeah. I reined it and come on now. Like we've both, <laughs> no, we've but both like I, yeah, and, yeah. and I think that's what makes us such a good mm. team is we've always, um, we've always, there's always been um, humps in our relationship and we get over them and we learn. Yeah. And man, have we gone through some big ones, but yep. we learn from them mm. we always get over them and then we learn money has been one that we've really mm. like one thing so what i was saying anyway yep. about money uh in my head i earned this much and and he earned that much yep. so i combined those that's how much money we had yeah okay yeah like as in that's the whole number yep. that we have i did not minus yep. rent i did not minus <laughs> this that this that so when I'm like, babe, should we go get, get a hotel, go stay out down the Gold Coast this weekend? Mm. Or oh, babe, can we get a, like a new couch? Like I'm over our couch. Can yeah. we get a new TV? Or say, and he's just like, hang on, whoa, whoa, hang on. And I'm just like, well, let's live life, babe. Let's do this. You know, <laughs> that kind of talk. Yeah. And he's just like, hang on, darling. And he wouldn't tell me. He was like... Uh, not suffering in silence. Mm. That sounds bad. But like... Like, cause, like as, the, as the... like. Um, I guess the the man of the house is kind of like your like this is just like an ingrained thing the head for of the most, house, the like the yeah. captain of our ship yeah. type thing. Everybody works and runs mm. the ship, but there's always a captain of the ship, and that's what we feel comfortable with. Okay, yeah. people, I know there's some people that don't, but that's yeah, how there we is feel usually one person that takes care of like you know making sure those things mm. are. And and I'm that person for our relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I but, take care of, but you take care of like. But what I'm trying yeah. to say is that in the beginning, mm. I chose not to learn that. I leaned yeah. on that. I leaned, leaned or leant? Is lent a word? Leaned. If yeah, I leaned on that. Oh yeah, okay. So no. I leaned <laughs> on it. Um, <laughs> and so when he was panicking and having these like panics about you know yep. life i'd be like what what's wrong and then it got to the point where uh i, I, I think he was lying as mm. if we had this money and he's lying uh, he's yeah. he's keeping it from me where's your your money going no our money oh, okay our me. money. <laughs> where's our money going like wh- yeah where is it and mm. then that's where I feel blessed to have a husband that sat down with me and he showed me his accounts. Because not all people do that. They don't show each other the accounts. So he sat down, he showed our accounts, he showed our bills, our ins and outs and stuff like that. And ever since then, I understand. Mm. I don't, I, don't get me wrong, we still build on that. Yeah, We've still built on that. But uh, I think from just that basic of sitting down mm. And having trust for each other and showing each other accounts, yep. um, trust. If I needed his account yeah. details, he'd give them to me if I needed mm. them. I've just always, I just haven't needed it. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that you can build from something like mm. that. And I didn't see that growing up. Yep. I saw secretism. Secret. Uh, so my father yeah. was secretive Not secretive He was like protective of his mm. Th- That's what was in his head Is his yep. type thing Or he runs that 
yeah. and and he's he doesn't mm. need my mum. But at the same time, he went through a lot of stress because of that. And I feel that how we've changed that is that I'm able to help you with that. And there's been so many times where he will will feel heavy with something, and I've helped. I've managed to get us out of those situations. Which sometimes I just want to. Like, I think to myself, how is it that we had this huge bill and I was able to get us out of it, but then I can't sell that many pro- that much product on Missy Threads? <laughs> I'm like, I just need to apply. But anyways, um, that was my little cordero about what I saw growing up and how mm. we were kind of able to change and how it's been beneficial for us. Yeah, because we've, um, you know, when it comes back... It comes back to what I spoke about too. It's more about communication. Like it's money is, yeah, like it's like your money problems like that affect your relationship. It, you know, it comes down to your communication. Yes. And um, so, you know, we've kind of got an open, open policy sort of about, you know, where we sort of spend our money or whatever. And we have um, different bank accounts set up. So... Uh, we sort of followed a little bit of the Barefoot Investor, some of his stuff and um, some of our own thoughts when it comes around money and um, uh, like there's a real awesome book if you have a business it's called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. It's mm-hmm. gangster. It's gangster. Um, so I started implementing a lot of that stuff to our just our normal. So one thing that you can do if you're trying to save is... Um, and you're not saving at all, or you the type of person who saves money and then like kind of backtracks and pull, pulls it out of savings <laughs> because you over <laughs> you, you over save. <laughs> so you try to over save. You're like, yeah, I'm pumped up. I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save two hundred bucks a week. Yeah, and then you know you you put that two hundred in, and then you're like, oh, damn, I want to go and get this um. <laughs> I want to go and get this, whatever it is, and then yeah. say so you pull out, you end up pulling out that money, and then since you pulled out fifty, oh, I might as well go the whole two hundred and just go back to zero. Uh, and um, don't lie, you all do it. You all do it. You're all guilty. <laughs> but um, yeah. So one thing that we did is we set um we set up a bank account where where we kind of can't touch it. Oh, we the have locked to, one. Do you yeah. know how painful that is? <laughs> and it, and oh, does it suck when you see, see it. it? And you see it in your yeah. lap. They oh, need to not just let can't us touch see it. it. It's you like, can't touch it. Yeah. And that's painful for me. For Will, it's sweet, but I'm like, I stare at it every week. And I'm, I'm like, like oh. let it grow, let mm. it grow. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, we have a separate bank account that um, we, we, and all, all we do is we only save 1%. So 1%, oh, it's a little bit more than 1%, but I started out at 1%. So 1% of my pay would go into that bank account and it's growing and it's just keep on growing and it's just from one percent and um so the cool thing about that bank account is is that we start to feel less needy about things that we want because we're kind of like yeah we do have the money to if if we want to buy xyz but we don't feel like we have to Mm. and like our whole um viable energy around money is really starting to change where we're becoming less needy of it, mm. and um, when you, it's it's kind of like the rich get richer because they kind of don't really need money, 
And when they don't need it, it just tends to come in a lot faster and easier with uh, less effort. Mm. And that's kind of what you want to do with a with a savings account or a bank account. You can't touch it, but you just keep depositing like small bits into it and it just grows and grows and grows. So like say if you're stuck at a job and you're like, oh, I hate this job or whatever, or you're not happy and you feel like changing, you don't feel trapped like you have to stay there because you don't have any reserves. So, like so it's a, a reserve. Yeah. It's not a... Because I was going to ask yeah. you a question how we were talking about, I don't know if it was this podcast or the last one, mm. about um, can you save your way to a mill? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're not no, talking video, about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about this as if it's your answer. Yeah. You need to save everything. That's your answer, eh? Yeah. We're talking about um, just a positive mindset around mm. and a positive... Having a uh, safe space, creating space to have conversations about money whenever yeah, need be. Yeah. yeah, that's what we mean. Yeah, so you want to be able to talk about money and we yeah. are open. So if we have something that's going to cost money, we have... So that's one account that we have. We have the 1% account where we just keep like just drip feeding 1% into that. So if we sell something um, or some kind of random money comes in, we kind of just s- siphon off 1% and it goes into the account. And then the other... We have another one account just for bills. So that just covers all our bills for all our normal living expenses, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then we have three other accounts. One account, one account is the small account. It's kind of like of uh, Barefoot Investor Principles where you put like a certain amount of money into like things that you want to go, like might be holidays, might be things you want to buy for yourself. Mm. But they're sort of a little bit bigger. So you just put money into that account. And we've got a giving account as well. So that account is like for say if somebody's having a birthday, or we just want to you know or donate fundraiser or at school. Fun, yeah fundraiser, like that account there is just pretty much dedicated to giving. Yep, the girls have um, the, these yeah, three jars as yeah. well. So the girls they have jars, so they have um, you know a jar that they have uh, for money they can spend on whatever they want. They have a savings jar, um, and. Mojo. Yeah, Mojo is basically their savings jar, so that's just their big one. They're just supposed to keep growing. And then the third one is the giving, so... Um, no, but which one's the one that they just get to spend? Oh, that's just their... Um, that's just their, like, everyday sort of oh, like, yeah. whatever so one. just whatever with the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they've got, like... And then they've got the Mojo the mojo one, which is the forever savings type one, and then they've got the... The giving one, so yeah, yeah. and it's quite cool because it's quite surprising how how the girls have such a different mindset about money because you know like most adults they're like oh save little and um, spend heaps and kind of just bank next to nothing little, mm-hmm. but with the girls they were kind of like almost like giving their giving one was like way higher than their actual spending on themselves, yep. and that that just shows you how different they're thinking about money. Like money to them right now is kind of like abundant. Um, they have so much that they can just give it away or whatever, um, which is really cool. So that, that that giving account is all set up to put you into a vibration of abundance. So if you have that much money that you can give give money away or mm. you know to charity or buy gifts or whatever, that's what that's all about. So it's kind of putting you into a vibe of abundance okay and um it's cool because whenever there's a birthday or something that comes up we don't feel bad about you know having to like pull money out of the sky Mm. or whatever because they can't set up to cover that kind of stuff 
Okay. Mm. You're repeating yourself and driving me insane. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, um, so... So, yeah, what yeah. were we talking about? So, it's communication. Yeah, communication. communication. Yeah. Uh, what else? Your book's kind of evil. It is evil. Yeah. It's like... I don't like it. It's like you might as well sell a mirror with it. A what? A mirror? A mirror. Yeah. Maybe my next book will have a mirror inside of it. Mm. Look in the mirror. <gasps> and it's a blank book. What do you see? Write it down. <gasps> You're a diddle. It's a bestseller there. Right there. Empty book. Mm. The mirror effect. <gasps> you need to delete this. We need to delete this. Yeah, we will. Can't have people stealing our million yeah. dollar book ideas. Can't st- let people steal your ideas. <laughs> And don't give you any acknowledgement. Oh, 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 content. oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah, did you want to Oh, talk? I don't know. I, so, what's I one? Okay. Uh, okay, cool. So, that's basically what we do with money. So, mm. in this um, this podcast, we're probably going to do heaps more yeah, about money more here. Yeah, we're going to do more. Because we uh, could talk for ages about we could, it. Yeah, we could talk for ages. But, um, you know, and, and the biggest thing is, like, don't. If you if you're trying to change the way you think about money, look at um, not trying to save more money. It but is create, good to yeah create create more, create more money Cre- create assets and which um, you know make you money yeah. or look at different ways where you can like you know get more income streams coming in so that you know the rest of it doesn't really matter. Mm. But um, just to finish to finish. This episode strong, so yeah. you, you know you got to start strong and you got to finish strong. Yeah, I'm just gonna finish off with what's one awesome thing or what's one cool thing that you learned about mm. money from your parents. I I think yeah. Mm. Um, so one one cool thing that I learned, and this is a saying that my dad always says: is money's not a problem. That's oh my his, gosh. That's his fucker Toki. That's his fucker Toki when it comes to money. Money's not, not a problem. A problem. Yeah, money's not a problem, boy. <laughs> that's what he says. Yeah. Oh, it's not a problem, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that one there is from, uh, from old Koro Hobbs. Yeah, money's not a problem, man. Um, his name is not even Hobbs. Do you know, for <laughs> years I was with you, I thought that was his name? Yeah. And yeah. then I don't even know how we got onto the subject, but then Francis. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah, so my dad's real name is called Francis, but um, everybody calls him Hobo. Um, and that's what he used to introduce himself as. But, um, you know, growing up, like, we sort of changed his name to Hobbs. Um, yeah, because, you know, there was this, um, there's a stocker driver and his, his name was Murray Hobbs. So I kind of just started calling Dad Hobbs instead of Hobo, <laughs> it was, and now everybody calls him Hobbs. Even my cousins and um, you know all my aunties and all that kind of stuff call you know his name is Hobbs now. Everybody, yeah, calls everybody him calls him, him yeah. Hobbs. Mm. Um, so yeah, and and he's known by heaps of people because he used to drive the bus for the for the he used to do the school bus. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. My cousins, man, they got heaps of crack up stories about how he'd like, oh hey boy, um, he'd stop and um do all sorts of antics like you know with the kids on the bus mm. but um yeah i don't say anything might get him into trouble now <laughs> he don't he don't drive the bus anymore so you know um it's pretty pretty safe but yeah his his cordial is money's not a problem and um 
I kind of like that one because he, it's like, you know, whenever he comes over here for a holiday, he's just like, he's just like, you know, everything is just like about chilling out and he kind of, he kind of spoils the kids anyway. He spoils us and he spoils the kids as well. Mm. But his, that's his one thing and I like to try and take that one on as well. Like money's not a problem. So if we're trying to do something, you know, money's not the problem. It's not a problem, yeah, Gil. It's not a problem, Gil. <laughs> yeah. So what's one for you, darling? Okay, hang on. I, I'm, I'm still thinking. Oh, okay. Can I give you a good one? From my parents? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I already got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go and I'll tell you if I think that's it. Go. We're pretty competitive. and Oh, well, I always turn everything into a competition. <laughs> my parents have always, like, found ways to create... Okay. That was just us rewinding. If you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. Well, what makes it funny when you explain it? No, it doesn't. You're so dry. I don't know. I think, okay, it's more like appreciation. And I didn't really appreciate it. appreciation is me. Okay, so one is my dad he yeah. is a gangster hustler okay yeah. i'm talking about like he's someone that has always gone garage sailing since i was younger yeah. um found antiques mm. and so you know bought it for 50 cents sold it for 500 yep. he's always done that mm. and it's always been it's good for uh, it's always helped us yeah like yeah. in our little yeah. family I mean, he's ruthless. Like, I can't even stand next to him because I know my facials will will wreck the sale yeah. because I look at him as if to say, you ruthless man. <laughs> like, he... Oh, I don't oh. even want... Some of the stories are hilarious yeah, and yeah. he will just chop them down and he'll... He knows. He's evil. And then we'll, mm. drop it, we'll jump into the truck and he'll be cracking up laughing <laughs> like then, you're addicted. And what's what's cool is that it's, he's even kind of passed it on to our girls too because yeah. our girl, Anya, our oldest girl, um, you know, because sometimes um, they'll just go out garage sailing with their koko mm. and um, yeah, and then like... They're always trying to negotiate deals with us too. Mm-hmm. And like, I think it's kind of what they've picked up from what they've seen in Google too, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, cause we'll go, uh, you know, we'll negotiate and then straight away they're like real quick, like boom, like cut cut it in half or double what they're asking mm-hmm. for. And it's like, hey, how did you and learn they, they that? wasn't from me. Yeah, no, it's yeah. from Coco David. <laughs> like he... He's like same, same with cards. So at the moment, my girl loves Pokemon cards, oh, and yeah. um, my dad's teaching her. You know, if you want to get the ones that are worth something, clearly you got to get the mm. older ones, the ones from the nineties and yeah. stuff like that. And there's special ways to have a look. She knows what to look out for them. Yeah. So we've been practicing on how to pick. Cause I said to her, because dad's clearly passed it on to us as well. Yeah. I said to her, when you go garage sailing with Koro, or if you go out with us, whatever and you find some Pokemon cards, you pick them up, and you don't you don't react. Don't react, because when you react, they're like, oh, I've put them there for five bucks. They like Yeah, yeah. And she has, <laughs> and guess what she did? What? She starts practicing. So she goes, Mama, can we practice? I was like, hey. So she brought out her Pokemon cards. 
and she'll walk around the table and then she'll pick them up and she'll be like, oh, yep, cool. And then she'll look for the symbols you have to look for, finds the symbols and she'll be like, she'll like oh, yep, can I give you $5? Okay, and then walk off. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we, like, because we were taught with dad. Uh, yeah. We used to collect and, um, you know, would have our cards and the cases inside yeah, the cases. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we're pr- keeping yep. things pristine or yep. that kind of thing. So that's like what we've I've learned from my dad. Yeah. Uh, from my mum. Uh, hang on, just give me a second. Mm. My head okay, mind. I haven't. I didn't say anything. I learnt from my mum. What about my mum? That's what that <laughs> sounded like. <laughs> yes. What of about course. me? Go. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that's why I was gathering her thoughts. Um. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought. Um. Um. One thing that I learnt from my mum is. Um. Um, getting new things so um what i don't kind of didn't really get it like at the time but like my mum used to always buy um new clothes or um new things and i kind of didn't really get it until i sort of got a bit older because i would be like oh mum why are you buying these new things for like our old ones are all good, and um, but sometimes it's good to buy new things because it just makes you feel good. Like when it comes to clothes, like mm. my mum, she hates secondhand clothes because when she was little, she always got secondhand clothes and she really hated it. So her thing for us growing up as kids, she would always get us brand new things, mm. and I didn't really understand but i really really appreciate it now looking back because um a lot of our clothes were you know nice new clothes mm. and it was the rich mary <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 rich mary's i'm whatever. just joking <laughs> but like it's kind of it's kind of cool but like you know you look at your life you look at your life in the way you are with with money and how you spend your money on children and it's based on how you were um, growing up, so if there's some that you something that you absolutely hated, you're gonna do everything in your power so that your kids don't um, go through that same thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was the same with my mum. She didn't like secondhand clothing, so she hated it that much that she used all her power to make sure that us we had new clothes. My dad, he's kind of the opposite. He used to get like you know secondhand clothes but there were some cool ones like some old like uh rugby league jerseys and stuff that mm. came in there and i was like yeah but they all kind of like clothes i used to wear in the shed and stuff mm. <laughs> but um yeah that was one thing that i got from my mum is like you know appreciating new things new it's clothing. a different energy yeah it's a different thing. energy mm. yeah and it's nothing like um buying a new new jersey or whatever it is new shoes and you know you just get that yeah on on top of the world type of feeling like yep. and that's what it's all about really i wouldn't know we never got new clothes <gasps> no i lie i lie yeah. <laughs> one thing my mum was good at was the opposite no oh, that too but mm. we couldn't always afford the latest shoes yep. or like when those usa mm. hoodies were in yep. do you remember them yeah i always wanted them now i look back and i feel like slapping myself because what my mum always used to do was uh, fine clothes that were cool, yep. but they were they were second hand. Mm-hmm. And I used to always get compliments of people for 
some of the clothes that I had. Yeah. And they wouldn't know they were second hand. Yep. But then as I got older, I got more confident to say, oh, mm. yeah, I just got them from the op shop. Yeah. And then one day, yeah. me and my um, mum uh, went down to the op shop and we got these cool knitted band things that were in and these slippers because we were allowed to wear slippers at our college in the winter. And mm. the little rich girls at our school went to the op shop and cleaned it out so oh. no one else could get any. <laughs> And yeah. I was like, oh, what a ratchet one. But my mum was always good, always good at keeping, like, a gorgeous mm-hmm. home, um, always dressing us. We yep. always had nice things. Uh, and we weren't the richest. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I really think, and that's mm. the same with us. Like, yep. if you read uh, Will's book and he talks about the, hard, uh, the hardest Christmas, yeah? Yeah, Do yeah the worst ca- Christmas The ever. worst Christmas yep. ever. Can I... Say that was a secret. Oh, no, you can talk about okay, it. Okay, cool. Well, the the worst Christmas he's ever had, um, even though he went through that uh, feeling, because that personal feeling for him, being that he was the income earner of our little family, uh, I'm always able to clothe our girls, give our girls presents, toys, my husband, feed them, always, mm. always. Mm. And I, I appreciate that my mum taught me that. Yep. Amongst, it's mean, and I talk about it, in the, and I talk about it in the book too. Like in mm. the second chapter, like it's kind of like a being about resourceful. Mm. Like sometimes, like you don't need money to get what you want because if you just look around, mm. you've already got everything that you need. Sometimes, yeah, you'll find it. Yeah, or you can find the person that can connect you to what you need. Mm. And and sometimes yeah. you need handouts. Sometimes yeah. you need hand ups. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Don't be ashamed for that either, which I know my parents went through too. Yep. But my parents always helped people. Mm. They always helped others. Yep. Even when we were struggling, I know my parents helped others. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Prou- and, um, I'm proud of my parents. Yeah. They do a fantastic job and like, look at yourself. Like, you're a testament to it. Yeah. Thank you. But anyways, um, that was a little... Oh, well, you know, our corridors always go, oh, yeah, we're just going to do a short one and then uh, at a next minute. Mm, we're talking. To, I mean, I yeah. could keep talking. Can we keep talking about money mohio? Yeah. Like more? Yeah, we'll okay. do more episodes on money mohio, thoughts around money, because there's a lot of topics to cover. Mm. There's like, you know, creating new incomes or, you know, mm. scaling up. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. So Can there's heaps to talk about. Yep. Can if If you're listening to this, if you've got any questions or if you've got any cool uh, things that you have learnt from your parents or if you've learnt anything from the book, can you go onto our page? Or if there's anything that you want us to talk about, if you've got any questions, head over to Ask Chew Māori on Instagram or Chew Māori on Facebook and leave us a message because mm. I would love to talk about things that people want to hear. Yep. Relationships, money, parenting... How to fight sex, anything. Yeah, there's (laughs) an art to the... We've even learnt the art to fighting. Arguing, sorry. Oh. (laughs) Okay, finally, thanks for listening. And remember, share this with somebody you think will find value in here. Kia pai tōra. Oh my gosh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye. See ya.